What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to another episode of Vanished in the Valley. So apparently, the two podcast hosts that I've been paying for like three months simultaneously, Podbean and Acast, somehow can't do their jobs. And like 80% of my episodes aren't showing up on a lot of platforms. Uh, Podbean seems to be the one that has the most episodes, but... Over the next week, I am about to basically have to reload my entire inventory of episodes. And uh, I don't know how that's going to work. So there might be double episodes showing up. I don't know. We'll see. But if you ever start a podcast, don't fucking use Acast. It's a total shit show. It's impossible to get a hold of everyone. They just fucking suck. But anyway, let's get on with the show. So... I listened to the Dark Horse podcast. It was like a three-hour episode entitled Three Steps to Save the World. And it had Brett Weinstein, who is an evolutionary biologist, and he's also the host of Dark Horse podcast. He also had a man by the name of Robert Malone, who just so happened to be the discoverer of the mRNA technology that all these crazy motherfuckers are using for the vaccine. The other guy he had on his show that day was named Stephen Kirsch, who's basically just like this super rich guy. They call him an American serial entrepreneur. He basically just got censored to the point where he was fucking fed up. He threw his own money at this whole COVID thing and paid for some studies to be done at Washington State University. We'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, basically, I just watched the whole three hour episode. It's a lot of fucking information. It's not like it's fucking it's a lot of information, but it's literally like warning people. The motherfucker that invented the mRNA technology is saying it's not safe. The evolutionary biologist is also saying this vaccine, quote unquote vaccine, is not safe. So I don't know. If you guys want to watch it, go check it out. Uh, It's a lot of like medical jargon. So you kind of have to either like fucking Google really quick these terms or have some kind of a medical background. But yeah, just basically, I don't understand now. I'm glad they're all saying this, but why did this just fucking take this long for these I guess, like, you know, the inventor of this fucking shit to come out and say it's not safe. I mean, I'm honestly thinking that we just lived through and we're still living through one of the biggest psyops or fucking scams ever pulled on humanity with the shit that's been going on. And I feel like I have the Cassandra complex. I think a lot of people with like veterinary backgrounds feel like they have the Cassandra complex. Because coronavirus is something that we deal with in hospitals a lot. I mean, it's not as common as, say, parvo, but we see it. And we've used ivermectin. We've used all these treatments, and nobody wanted to listen to the veterinary virologists. Nobody wanted to listen to anybody motherfucking Fauci. I don't know how we ended up there. But if anybody in your family is considering getting the job... If someone is trying to force you to get the jab, I highly recommend watch the Dark Horse podcast, watch that episode, and educate yourself on your what actually is going on 
physiology-wise, in the body after you get one of those injections. It's insanity. And it's insanity that they're allowing pregnant women, fuck, women in general, to get this vaccine. This plays right into Bill Gates' depopulation bullshit. I guarantee you, something bad is going on when 5% of this shot is being stored in the ovaries. That cannot be good. That is a huge red flag. But let's get these women vaccinated. I've just read that spontaneous abortion rates in women that had the Pfizer vaccine is up over 4,000%. AstraZeneca, over 2,000%. Does nobody see a fucking problem with these numbers, you guys? It's like, just because everybody that is in quote-unquote control doesn't want to see or doesn't want the public to see, that doesn't mean this shit isn't going on. So if you're pregnant, for the love of God, wait until you give birth if you have to get this vaccine and don't fucking breastfeed afterwards because they were even having newborns die from breastfeeding from a mother that had recently had the vaccine. And the mainstream media is not talking about any of it. I think that's a lot of the reason why I keep talking about the coronavirus because it's just like such blatant lies. And I totally get it. If you don't have a science background, if you don't have a medical background, you're looking to motherfuckers in positions of authority that do have these backgrounds, but they're fucking lying and the media is colluding with them to cover this shit up. I just read today that a bunch of scientists are coming out saying that they thought it was probably the Wuhan lab that leaked this virus, but didn't want to say anything because they did not want to be associated with Trump. Motherfucking cowards. Cowardice. Okay? Over the last year, do you know how many people have been ostracized for standing up for the truth, being called and dismissed as crazy conspiracy theorists? But fuck, 100%, I would rather be called a crazy conspiracy theorist and lose friends, all of that shit, than go along with a lie that I know is going to kill possibly millions of people. These motherfuckers have no spine. Them and spineless turtle Fauci all need to go into a not cushy federal prison. But I'm sure they won't because we all know people at the top never get held accountable. And I promise that's, you know, gonna happen again. So here we are. The media is lying. Scientists are admitting they did not come out with the truth because orange man bad mean tweets, whatever the fuck that bullshit was that 70, 80% of the population bought from CNN. So, I mean, we just have like propaganda machines running everywhere and people with no backbone. And now fucking one and a half years later, everybody's, I guess now they feel okay talking about it. The social stigma is fucking through the roof. If you say that, you know, you had the vaccine and you had a bad reaction, people don't want to hear it. Doctors are saying, no way, that's not what it's from. So it's just a complete shit show. And like I always tell you guys, look into it for yourselves. And because it's like all fucking science speak, virus speak, medical speak, some of it is probably not going to make sense to you. But do what you can and fucking look into how many organizations just lied to the American public and tell me this wasn't a psyop. Tell me this wasn't some fucking globalist 
plan, plot, whatever the fuck you want to call it, to do the great reset that they keep talking about. I swear to God, it's it's like most people ha- still haven't even heard about the Great Reset unless you're in tune with the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists. So there we go, guys. Look the fuck into it. Don't listen. Don't even watch TV if you can. That shit will just poison your brain. 100%. I can't even do it. So check this out. This is one of the reasons why I'm always saying I don't watch TV and I don't think you guys should either, but do you. There are 1,500 newspapers, 1,100 magazines, 900 radio stations, 1,500 TV stations, 2,400 publishers, and every single one of them is owned by six corporations. I'm sure you can figure out why that's not good. So I read this story today, totally changing the subject, by the way, about this woman in Alaska And she was out hiking on this little ridge. It's called Pioneer Ridge Hiking Trail. And all of a sudden, she gets charged by multiple bears. So her husband gets a call, and she tells him what's going on. And she's told him, she's like, I bear spray these motherfuckers, but they are still following me. So right after talking to her husband, she stops responding to the phone calls and the texts. And that's according to the Alaska Department of Public Safety. They say Alaska state troopers responded to the trailhead and conducted a hasty search of the first section of the trail with no results. They started looking for this lady on Tuesday. So I'm sorry, but even fucking in summertime, Alaska is cold. My wintertime California clothes were just right for summertime in Alaska. So they searched all Tuesday, all Wednesday, didn't find anything. They were searching day and night. The officials go on to say there's no evidence of the missing hiker has been discovered at this point. Search efforts are ending for the day due to deteriorating weather in the area. So the next day around 530, a search volunteer who was driving on Nick River Road spotted Kiefer walking out of the woods. No shit, this woman was lost in the Alaska wilderness for 10 days with crazy ass bears on her trail. Apparently, she was just a mile from the trailhead, and she did have to go to the hospital afterwards because she did have some injuries. They didn't say what the injuries were, though. But I'm just like, up top woman for surviving a bear attack. Not only a fucking bear attack, but you're in the Alaska wilderness for 10 days. Can we just say balls of steel at a girl? So, I don't know. Hopefully, she uh, gets a swift and speedy recovery and gets back to her Alaska life. But, yeah, I just had to let you know about an American badass woman that just fought off hell of crazy shit and survived. So, last year, I told you guys about missing toddlers Orin and Orson West, who are missing from California City. They went missing four days before Christmas in 2020. So the story here is the adoptive mom, Jacqueline, says she was wrapping Christmas presents around 4 p.m. that day when she let the children go out back to play on the patio with chalk. Trizel, who is the adoptive father, claims he went out to get wood for a fire, walked past the brothers, went back inside. Soon after, Trizel claims he went back outside and the boys were gone. He says he realized he may have left the gate open, and they decided to call the police right around 6 p.m. California City Police Chief John Walker, 
who was leading the investigation at the time, said searches took place through the area. And what I do truly believe, that night, there's no way they could have got out of that neighborhood without some sort of assistance from an adult. They did bring canines in, and they tried to get the children sent, but Chief added the dogs did not smell the children leaving the house. So, you know, when this whole thing first kicked off, the investigators dug up the backyard. They got search warrants. They did not fucking hold anything back. They wanted to figure out what happened to these children. So after countless searches and following up on many tips, in early March 2021, the FBI and Bakersfield Police announced they are now leading the investigation effort. Police Chief Gregory Terry said his department, which is located 76 miles east from where the boys vanished, has been involved since the start of the investigation. Now, I'm assuming that Bakersfield PD is kind of leading the investigation versus California City PD, because Bakersfield PD is a lot bigger. They have a lot more resources and they've dealt with similar cases, so they're just the better man for the job at this point. So less than two weeks after that announcement, on March 12th, investigators executed a search warrant at a home in East Bakersfield related to the case. The Bakersfield Police Department updated the Facebook page they run and said, This information is being provided in response to numerous media inquiries regarding the facts and circumstances of the search. Search warrants are a normal investigative tool used in all types of investigations and a standard investigative legal measure to protect the rights of persons. So basically, they didn't really even say anything. The Bakersfield Police Department says a neighbor's camera captured footage of the West's side yard the night the boys disappeared, and the video does corroborate what Trizel's story was. So, police added that adoptive grandmother was actually the last person besides the adoptive parents to have seen the boys. So, I don't know, you guys. These fucking two boys just vanish into thin air. The police don't think they could have gotten out of the neighborhood without adult assistance. They've dug up the backyard of the adoptive parents. And now they're saying they have video footage to corroborate their story. So, this is now sounding like a stranger kidnapping to me. And if that's the case, that's all bad, and these poor little boys are in so much danger. The adoptive family has put up a $30,000 reward for anyone with information leading to the boys. And if you guys actually have any information on anything about this case, you can contact Kern Secret Witness at 661-322-4040 or the Bakersfield Police Department at 661 327 7111. Or you can email me at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com or come to the Instagram and search Vanished in the Valley Athena. Let me know. This case has been bugging me for a long time. I remember when these boys went missing and I, at first I kind of like that the parents did it, but how, how, what did they do? They've searched everywhere. They've dug up the backyard. We've got video evidence corroborating the story. So something all bad must have gone down that night and two little boys are missing. The biological parents are basically like paying for billboards all over Bakersfield asking what happened to the boys. And apparently at the adoptive parents house, somebody actually threw a rock through their window 
and someone else put a big ass sign up in their front yard asking where the boys are. So can you imagine your kids just fucking vanished and now you have assholes vandalizing your house because they think they know what's up? Motherfuckers, I swear to God, know-it-alls left and right. So check what I found out today. In 2020, the National Defense Authorization Act calls for the establishment of a social media data and threat analysis center to address the rising threat of disinformation. Since 2016 U.S. election, false and misleading narratives have been increasingly distributed with the effect of dividing the population and eroding public trust in the democratic institutions. The Cognitive Security Intelligence Center, which was created in the spirit of the NDAA's call, was a step forward, but it needs additional support to realize its full potential to address disinformation. So they created the National Commission for Countering Influence Operations. These motherfuckers are basically on social media being shills, trying to create a narrative and get, I would say, disinformation out rather than stop disinformation. So just know when you're on the internet and someone is arguing their crazy mainstream media narrative and they're completely irrational... It's probably a shill. Fucking Reddit is full of them. I've actually seen like when people, the companies, it's not just the government, companies are actually employing shills too. I've seen job offers for shill positions. They pay about $15 an hour to sit on the internet and argue some ridiculous narrative point, either for like a company's say product or for the mainstream media's narrative. So it's like a psyop almost on all grounds right now. And I'd say 90% of people don't even realize it's going on. It's actually happening right fucking now. I think like at this point, all we can do is try to get the truth out there. It seems like Instagram has removed all of my fucking shadow bans and I'm allowed to post and like reach out to accounts now. I was no shit shadow banned since February. But once all of uh, Fauci's emails came out, Instagram seemed to remove all of the blocks on my account. So I'm actually able, I think right now I'm back up to 15,000 accounts. But like when I first got banned, I was at 40,000 accounts. So i uh, slowly working my way back up to reach as many people as I can. Because if just one person sees what I'm posting and sees the lies, maybe they'll tell another person and so on. So that's literally all we can do is just try to talk to people and don't be all crazy and aggressive and forceful They're If they're going to see it, they're going to see it, you know, just uh, show some evidence for what you got and try to spread the word because I can't think of anything else we can do to disrupt this attack on the American people and basically humanity in general. The globalists literally want to round up all of Earth's resources and then rent them back to the peasants, us. That is what the Great Reset is. That is what these globalists are trying to push on us. They're trying to reduce the population, control the Earth's resources, and basically just treat us like human cattle. Get us into all these big-ass apartment buildings that we rent because we won't own anything and we'll be happy. Look into it. This shit is going on. Tell your friends about the Great Reset, but all of this fucking power grab that's going on behind the scenes. The shit that's written between the lines. 
So I came across this story a few days ago, and it was actually posted on May 25th, 2021. Apparently, in the last month, 25 kids have gone missing from South Dakota. Law enforcement believes most of them are quote-unquote runaways, but some are considered endangered due to their age. Now, basically, if they're over the age of 13 and they go missing, the police just like to kind of write them off as runaways. The South Dakota Attorney General's office keeps track of all the people reported missing in the state, and some are young as three years old. For example, nine-year-old Serenity Dennard has been missing for over two years when she was last seen walking away from Children's Home Society in the Black Hills. Now, we know like 80% of sex trafficked children come from homes just like this. The police say despite repeated and exhausting searches, she has not been found. The Sioux Falls Police Public Information Officer Sam Clemens said, First and foremost, if somebody is missing, doesn't matter if they're an adult or a child, they can report it to the police. But the police say in most cases, these kids are just runaways. They may take off after a disputed home. They may be angry with someone and decide they want to spend time with their friends or whatever. Oh my God, I'm just not buying it. I, I, I'm sorry. 25 kids did not just fucking run away, disappear into fucking thin air. Mm-hmm. Especially young ass kids like nine-year-olds. Like I was saying, if they're 13 years old or younger, or if they have a medical condition or based on their mental capacity, they will be listed as missing and endangered. Otherwise, they're just fucking thrown to the wind, apparently. There are those times when we see children who are posted on social media or we'll send out press releases to the media just trying to get the public's help to find them as quickly as possible, Clemens said. Clemens goes on to say child abductions are rare, but they do happen, and that's when law enforcement relies heavily on the public eyes and ears to find them. So I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, it looks like they did do an extensive search for one of them. But what about the other fucking 24? Where are these kids? I'm sorry. Little ass kids don't just up and disappear. They either need to be fucking kidnapped by some pervert, the help of an adult, the help of a parent, something like that. These kids are going somewhere. And like I just said, 80% of sex trafficked children in the United States are coming from these type of group homes and foster care. There's a fucking broken ass system with CPS and family services to where the American kids are being fucking pimped out on the street and nobody's out in the street fucking protesting that. But yeah, don't even get me fucking started on that. I'll be on a 20 minute rant. But anyway, if you have any information on any of these missing kids in South Dakota, you can contact the Sioux Falls Police Department at 605 605- Three six seven seven two one two. Hopefully, these kids come back and find them because I know a lot of the times they do find these missing kids. But this whole song and dance of runaway needs to get out of the vocabulary of the police departments across America. Just fucking lose it and do some work and look into these missing cases. And I'm not bashing the police like I always fucking have to say so I don't hear crying about it later. I'm just saying it's been decades where this runaway excuse has been used when actually some fucking serial killer had picked this person up, took him out to the woods, tortured, raped, murdered them. And then 20 years later, a hiker or hunter finds their dead body. So something has got to change with our police departments and the way they investigate missing persons. 
So check this out, guys. This weekend, I am going to this reptile expo in Sac Town. I'm not going to actually get a new reptile or anything. I just kind of want to see what's out there and what companies have what. Monkey is uh, <laughs> my only little reptile, and he is enough. He is a handful. So, But I always like to go and see uh, what reptiles are in and if there's any cool exotics out there. So I'll definitely let you guys know what is up with this expo up in Sacktown. So today I was actually supposed to tell you about a conspiracy theory I came across involving the actor Jim Carrey. No shit, dude. I read this guy's theory. He fucking basically posted a novel and he has like researched this shit from front to back, matching up dates where Jim Carrey was, where these certain murders took place and the murders have strange connections to him through his movies but to actually go through all of what this guy put together in five minutes would not do it justice. So maybe next week I'm going to try to get that to that and just tell you guys about it. Because at first I was like, dude, this dude is batshit crazy, but I'm going to give it a read. And halfway through, I was like, damn, you almost got me convinced. And by the time I finished reading this fucking novel he wrote, I was like, dude, you may be onto something. Because no shit, he matches up flight logs with murders, with people that he was involved with in the movie industry. It is fucking crazy next level. So I will try to get to it next week. I actually was going to have Garrett on today, but time didn't work out because he's a busy, busy man. So maybe I will try for next week to get him on and uh, give him some fucking hard facts to the face. But we'll see. We'll see. So before I run away today... I'm going to tell you about Marjorie Taylor Greene and her attempt to introduce a legislation that would abolish the ATF. So the bill was named after Marine and Border Patrol agent Brian Terry, who was killed in a gunfight after a group of armed men attempted to rob smugglers who were transporting drugs from Mexico to the U.S. Terry was a part of a high-ranking Border Patrol unit and was participating in Operation Fast and Furious which allowed federal agents to let known criminals buy weapons in order to track their purchases to other criminal organizations. A whole bunch of people went down for that years ago. So this is kind of what the legislation is going to do. It's going to repeal all ATF regulations and guidance after August 1st, 2020 to the date of the enactment. It rescinds hiring authority for the Bureau and abolishes the Bureau six months after the date of the enactment. Alcohol, tobacco, and other regulatory functions are transferred back to the FBI. It's going to require that the Bureau publish an itemized list on their website of all confiscated firearms and ammunition possessed by the Bureau, which must be sold to the federal firearms licensed dealers via public auction before the Bureau closes. Proceeds from the auctions are placed into a fund for the families of Border Patrol officers killed in the line of duty as a result of Operation Fast and Furious. Any remaining funds not used by 2032 will be redirected to a program awarding states grant funds to establish firearm safety programs. I mean, all of that sounds like super intelligent. I highly doubt it's going to actually pass, but... I'm all for abolishing the ATF. These motherfuckers have stepped out of bounds way too many times. 
And it seems like nobody ever truly gets punished. Fast and Furious was a total shit show. It was ATF that kicked off Ruby Ridge. It was ATF involved in Waco. It's like, how many times do these motherfuckers have to get caught slaughtering people, murdering people, before their whole bureau is just shut the fuck down? So, yeah, I'm not like a fucking fan of Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't even know who this chick is. I just like this legislation that she is introducing. So one more thing. Check this out, guys. A group of parents submitted six face masks to a lab for analysis. The resulting report found the masks were contaminated with 11 alarmingly dangerous bacteria, parasites, and fungi. No viruses were detected on the masks, although the test is capable of detecting a virus. So check this out. These are the fucked up shit they found in these masks. Streptococcus pneumonia, mycobacterium tuberculosis, Neisseria meningitis, which is basically meningitis and sepsis, acanthamoeba polyphagia, they found E. coli, they found the bacteria that causes Lyme disease, they found the fucking bacteria that causes diphtheria, and Legionnaire's disease. Staphylococcus was there. I mean, it is just all kinds of who of who of nasty ass bacterias on these kids' face masks. It's because kids fucking touch them. They don't understand not to touch them. Even I fucking touch the mask. Everybody touches their mask. And your hands are filthy. And that shit's getting all over the mask. And we're forcing these poor kids to fucking wear them during school. Fucking crimes against humanity. Where is it going to stop? But that's about all of my ranting for this week. It seems uh, (laughs) I'm only getting these episodes out on Fridays because of this broken ass foot, but I'm still going to shoot for Thursday next week. I will see. But as I always tell you, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao. Sorry, guys. News break. News break. So after I recorded everything and told you guys to go check out the Brett Weinstein Three Steps to Save the World episode... It has been banned from YouTube. It was at nearly 700,000 views, and as of right now, it has been banned. I mean, obviously, they couldn't put up one of their fact-checking bullshits because the inventor of the mRNA technology is the one talking. So they just outright ban it. It's literally three doctors, three scientists talking about COVID, the vaccines, and censorship. And what the fuck happens? They get censored. So, just letting you guys know, you can't watch it on YouTube. You're going to have to go to, like, Spotify or Apple or some podcast hosting service to actually hear it now. Have fun with that.